Today, we're talking all about visiting Costa Rica on points and miles. Think a budget, family-friendly trip to Costa Rica seems impossible? Today's special guest is going to dive into how he and his family of seven explored Costa Rica and did it without breaking the bank thanks to points and miles. Welcome to Points Talk with the Travel Mom Squad. We are three moms who've discovered how to leverage credit card welcome offers to get hundreds of thousands of dollars of travel expenses for nearly free. We've used credit card points and miles to take vacations to places like Hawaii, Paris, Greece, Maldives, Japan, and so much more. And the best part, we each still have 800 plus credit scores. Imagine being able to take the vacation of your dreams for nearly free. It's totally possible and we're here to show you how. Hey, I'm Alex. And I'm Pam, Alex's mom. And I'm Jess. Welcome to the show. Today, we have a very special guest joining us to talk all about Costa Rica on points. You may know him as Travel Points Rob on Instagram. Rob Dolgarian is a father of five, and he loves redeeming points and miles to travel with his family. So, Rob, thank you for joining us today. You bet. Glad to be here. Thanks, guys. So, I know that you've been to Costa Rica pretty recently with your entire family of seven, which cannot be easy to do on points and miles. So can you kind of break down first? I think we're going to talk about flights. I know Pam and I have both been to Costa Rica recently also. And so but first, we're going to start with you and how your family of seven got to Costa Rica. Okay. Yeah. So we went back in the summer of, I believe it was 21. Uh, So it's been a couple years. I actually went a year or two before with my mom and that was not on points, but this one to get all the family there, we had to do it of course on points. Otherwise we wouldn't have been able to go. So, uh, but yeah, so this was uh, right after was right when Southwest reopened all of their uh, flights to Costa Rica after COVID. So once that was announced, they had a huge sale. If I remember right, I think it was like sub $200 fares from Phoenix. So with points it, I think it was, Oh, 15,000 or less even for all of us, plus about 70, 80 bucks in taxes. Uh, but yeah, with Southwest was really the only way to go with the family because that's the only way you're going to get seven award seats all the time you want and you know to get there when you need to. So Southwest, with some of its flaws, is still fa- pretty fantastic for, for going as a family. And then do y'all have a companion pass or did you have to just pay for seven tickets? So we do have, we've always had a companion pass over the past several years. So we did have one then. Uh, so paid for six with one freebie uh, for that trip. So you flew from Phoenix. Correct. And then which, there's two main airports in Costa Rica. So which one did you fly into? So I've flown into both, but with the family, we flew into Liberia, which is one I would personally recommend. I th- it's easier to get in and out of. Um, and where from where we were going, it was just the, the most central or the closest airport to where we wanted to be. So it just made a lot more sense. I will say too, like if you follow Rob on Instagram, I think you have the worst luck with Southwest of anybody I know with like delays and all of that. And the fact that you're still willing to fly is just a testament of how good the rates are and how good they are for families. Oh, absolutely. Even with all their quirks, you keep going back. Yeah. Well, you want to hear a funny Southwest story from that trip? So yeah, we, uh, we checked in and we were, checking just one bag. So I always like to carry everything on just it makes things easier and don't worry about bags getting lost and whatnot. But because we're going to be at the beach and in with you know Costa Rica, a lot of bugs, just wanted to pack a bunch of bug spray, sunscreen stuff. So we didn't have to buy it when we got there. So we get to check in and our flight left. I think it was 530 in the morning. It was early. 
So we show up and we, I mean, I'm the type of guy who's not going to get to the airport super, super early unless there's an amazing lounge, which I don't have access to the Phoenix one. So we got there right as, as late as we needed to be. So we show up and they wouldn't check our bag because we got there 58 minutes before the flight was supposed to leave. And they said, well, it's international and you can't check a bag. It's too, it's too late. And I said, well, we're flying through Houston. That's a domestic flight. So what are you talking about? If I were just flying to Houston, we could do this, right? And they're like, well, yeah, but you're going to Costa Rica. So back and forth. I mean, it was just, I mean, it took 15 minutes and finally they let us check the bag. And I'm like, well, okay, now we're 45 minutes before. And now you'll do it, but fine, whatever. But <laughs> Oh, gosh. Yeah. But yeah, so we got on and yeah, we made it from there. Well, speaking of Houston, I have only ever flown, I think I've only ever flown Southwest to Costa Rica because like you, it's easy and with a family, it's easy. And also I have the companion pass. And so, you know, getting a free or nearly free flight to Costa Rica, you really can't beat it. So we flew, we also flew into Liberia last time we went, it was me, my husband and my daughter. And then I'm actually leaving for Costa Rica tomorrow. Um, by the time this airs, I will have already gone and come back. But leaving tomorrow, we are it's me and my daughter and my mom. We're flying southwest and from Houston. My daughter's my companion. And even like our flights were only 17,500 points per person round trip. And then the taxes were $78 round trip. So that's pretty low. I guess it's because maybe February isn't the off season to go there, though it is the dry season. So it is a nice time to go to Costa Rica if you can go earlier on in the year. But yeah, we're flying into Liberia just like Rob did. And I am excited to return. And then what about you, Pam? I'm going to guess you always fly United. First of all, I apologize for this voice. I woke up and it's been getting steadily worse. So it's a little gravelly. Hope you guys can handle it. Um, yes, I I think one time I didn't. I've been to Costa Rica three times. I love Costa Rica. Um, but the other two times definitely flew United. I fly United almost always when it's a fairly decent priced flight because I like to save all my points and miles, as everyone knows, for business class international flights. And I also want to keep my United Elite status. So I always can fly on Economy Plus seats. Um, and I had flown, um, the first time was into the Liberia airport, then San Juan. And the last time was Liberia. And definitely, um, you know, the northern part of Costa Rica to me is probably prettier when I prefer to the other part. And so Liberia is really the airport that I prefer to, to fly into too. All right. And then as far as getting to your resort, Rob, did you rent a car or did y'all take some sort of shuttle? Yeah. So when I went with my mom, it was all through a tour company and you can do shuttles like all over the country. Um, it's pretty easy, but it's fairly expensive. So we, when we went as a family, we did a car. So we got like a 10 passenger van that when we got there, they said, uh, hey, sorry, I hope this doesn't you know, mess things up for you. But all we have is a manual transmission available, which, oh, which was no. fine for me. I, I can drive it. My dad made me drive that when I was a kid. So that wasn't a problem. But, uh, but yeah, so it was a 10 passenger van that we just drove all over the country. So you basically had your own shuttle is what you're. Yes, we me. sure you did. drove your own. Yeah, shuttle. I was a shuttle man. Um, I have always taken private airport transfers when I've flown in just because I am 
a little bit nervous to drive in Costa Rica because they can, it seems like they don't really have much markings on the road. It's just kind of like you're driving along and it can get a little um, scary. I don't know. I'm a nervous driver as it is in the States. So I have always done private transfer and we, we book through, it's called Malaku Tours. That's who we're using this week when we go. And it's $120 round trip from Liberia to the Andas. So I think that's pretty fair pricing for private airport transfers. How long does it take to get from the airport to your the hotel, the Andas? It's not super far. It's like 30 minutes. Oh, nice. Yeah. So where we were going, the first hotel was three hours. So that would have been quite the the shuttle expense. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and, I'll, and Jess, like once you like by Liberia, like you're right. There was, well, there was a lot of highways and stuff and it was pretty easy to navigate. But once you got past there and you're kind of further deeper into the country, yeah, there's not many markings. And the, and the funny part about Costa Rica is like you look at Google Maps and well, I'll say, let me back up and say it really wasn't a big deal. Driving was actually pretty easy. But when it says you look at the map and it says like, oh, 50 miles, but it's going to take three hours. I'm thinking, no, something got to be wrong with Google Maps. Where on, on earth will it take me three hours to get 50 miles? It does. No matter where you're going, it, whatever Google Maps tells you it's going to take, it's going to take that. So plan it. Um, it's just a lot of two lane roads and people go, you know, 40, 45 miles an hour on those, which is fine. But if you think it's not going to take you that long, it will absolutely take you however long Google tells you it will. What about you, Pam? Did you rent a car? Um, well, the first time we actually did, but the first time I was with my husband. And so that's fine. Now, when I, and we were in the Tamarindo area. And so we rented the car at the airport in Liberia and then drove down to Tamarindo. And yeah, it did take a while. And, and it was little tiny roads that did not, we were not able to go very fast. The next two times when I went to Costa Rica, I was not with my husband and there was no way that I am going to rent a car as a female driver and, you know, just do all of that. That's not going to happen. And so the second trip was to the, we were based in San Juan. So we took a taxi to our hotel. Then we were going up to um, San Manuel, um, the um, net, the park up there um, near the town of Capos. And we just rented, we went on a shared shuttle uh, uh, with Super Show. It worked out really well. We used it going there and coming back. And it, it was great. And it was perfect because we left the driving to someone else. And then the last time when I went to the Andaz, we did the same thing as just as um, I, there was a company called Liberia Airport Shuttle. They were fantastic. That one of the drivers, when he picked us up, he he had even made bracelets for us and gave it to um, my friend and I. They were so personable and really cute. And then we switched hotels, and we even used them to switch from hotel to hotel. So they worked out great. So, so uh, they were your hotel hopping shuttle. Also. They were my hotel hopping shuttle. Exactly. Nice. Okay, so I've actually never been to Costa Rica, which needs to change really soon. It's been on my radar forever. I just haven't been able to find great flights. And Southwest doesn't fly there every day. In parts of the year, they don't even fly there from Salt Lake City. So I'm going to make it happen soon, fingers crossed. Um, so I am very interested to hear, along with everybody else, where you have all stayed and what you recommend. I know, Rob, where you have stayed, because I remember when you shared about this on your Instagram page, and that is one place I really want to go. 
So why don't you start by telling us where you guys stayed? So we stayed at, uh, so the first four days was at the Tabacon um, Resort and it's in a place called by the Arnolvik Volcano. Um, the first time I was there with my mom, like we stopped there for a couple of days and it was my favorite place. I mean, in the whole country, I just love the town that it's by the volcanoes right there. It's super, I mean, it's just unreal, unlike anything you've seen. So I wanted to go back there just because I don't know. I, I just like being outdoors and doing some of the activities that were in the area. So we stayed at the Tabacon, but the real kicker of that place are their thermal natural hot springs, which are, I mean, absolutely incredible. It was just it was so much fun. It was unlike any place I'd ever been. So like we'd go out and hang out and do a bunch of fun stuff during the day. And then we come back at, you know, seven, eight o'clock, have dinner. And then we just go hang out in the hot springs. I mean, it's like a jacuzzi and we'd stay there for a couple hours at night till, I mean, I think it's open till 10, 11 o'clock. And then, I mean, if you were to go, you can go there on a day pass. And I think it's like 50 bucks a person, maybe a little more. So it can be expensive, but if you're at the hotel, it's free. And that was one thing I really, really, really wanted to do. And it did not disappoint. I actually went back and watched your stories like in preparation for this episode and I was watching them and I was just like, man, I wish because we are not staying there this trip. But but I was like, I need to go back for longer next time and do both, you know, because yeah. it just looks so amazing. So tell us a little bit about it. It is you booked it through Hyatt. Correct. So I booked it through Hyatt um, and it was back when we went, I think it was a category five. So I think and we went during the rainy season, which we'll get I'll get into a little bit later. But it's I think the rainy season is a great time to be there. Um but it was off peak. So it's, I think, 17,000 points a night is what we paid. Uh, we needed two rooms because there's seven of us. And uh, so book those on points. But the one thing that I found out from them is when I would search for four people, it always came up as unavailable. But when I'd search for two people, you'd see a king bed uh, room available for the dates that we wanted. And so I kept trying. I, was, I couldn't figure out why I couldn't get more than two people in there. But I realized, well, that's all that they must release is a king bed. Uh, room, which only I think the max capacity on that one was two at the time. Maybe they changed it to three, but it was only two. So I booked two rooms anyway, because I had enough points in my Hyatt account at the time. And I just emailed them and said, Hey, here's the situation. There's, you know, seven of us and I want to make sure, you know, we can have enough room. Is there any way to get, you know, two queen beds instead of the one king? Uh, and they were kind enough to just say, yep, no problem. We'll fix that for you. And they were able to make that change. I mean, normally I wouldn't probably care if we're in the United States, but when you get to, you know, when you're internationally, it's, they all check passports. So if you only book for two and five people show up, I mean, you're going to have problems. Um, so obviously to avoid that, but um, also my kids are too old to sleep on floors anymore. So I needed the four total beds. So there were two, so you got two rooms for the seven of you and that was yeah, plenty rooms, of space. Yep, in each. Nice. Correct. And then yeah, great. that part, that property, I think I remember seeing on your stories that breakfast was included for everyone and that's regardless of having Hyatt status or not is that correct correct yeah because it's part of the small luxury hotel collection which if you book through Hyatt with you know one of those properties everyone gets free breakfast and for seven people I'm gonna assume up. that that saved you quite a bit of money yeah. oh absolutely and that breakfast was actually really good so kids loved it that was great I love not having to pay for it and uh and it was super convenient and easy do you think that it would be a good property for kids of all ages or because I know your kids are a little bit older. Do you think that families with younger kids would also equally Absolutely. enjoy it? Yeah. So my daughter at the time, she was seven, six and had a phenomenal time. I mean, it, 
as I mean, I would say as long as you're okay with them around a swimming pool, then yeah, every kid will love it. It is absolutely a ton of fun. So. All right. Well, that thing is happening. This always happens when we record an episode about a destination is like afterwards, the wheels are just the wheels are turning and I'm like, I need to book this, but I'm literally going to Costa Rica tomorrow. So I'm like, how can I extend it, Jess? Just re- rebook your Southwest flight. Hopefully it gets just something happens. You can change it seven days up. So after your four, you said you spent four days there. Right. Yep. And then where did you go afterwards? Or was that the end of your trip? No. Nope. So the, what we wanted to do afterwards is, so our kids, I don't know, I wanted them to be big shots and like have like an all-inclusive experience where they could just go and order whatever they wanted and, you know, go nuts. And they, they don't travel like me a lot. I don't really, I, I deal, I, I mean, I book everything, I plan everything, so I kind of do what I want to do. So this is, there. some of my kids like to be up at dawn and out till midnight with me. Others would rather sit at the beach. So the second half, so we were three days at up kind of by the Andas. It was up in, um, oh, what do you call it? Um, oh, I'm blanking on the name, but it's kind of up in that area. That we stayed at the Ryu all inclusive resort, just paid cash for it. It was, a, we had, there was a sale on it or whatever. It was average. I'm not gonna say it was, kids loved it because again, they can go drink as many pina coladas as they wanted and they were happy. I mean, to me, it was fine. It was sufficient for what yeah. we wanted and it was it was good. Well, and it's nice too because you're like, sure, get all the pina coladas you want. You're not kids aren't asking you, like, can I get this? Can I get that? They just go eat whatever food they wanted. And yeah, it was just all right there. We hung out at the beach and you know, for a couple of days, which some of them really enjoyed and it was great. And it was like I said, exactly what that part of the trip was supposed to be. Nice. So Jess, you are headed to the Ondals tomorrow, and that is where you have stayed before. How many times have you been there? This will just be my second time, so oh. I'm not like a frequent flyer of the Andas yet, but I but I hope to be because I love it. And coming, especially coming from Houston, it's like a two and a half hour flight, you know. So being able to just take a Southwest two and a half hour flight and land in paradise that is the Andas is pretty amazing. And then also pay zero dollars. You can't really beat that. So yeah, we have stayed at the Andas before, loved it. Bethany Frankel was there. I think I've mentioned this before. And so, you know, staying at the staying at the same resorts as the rich and the famous for zero dollars. Um, but it is like the t- Tabacon. It is a Hyatt Category 6. And so it's going to run you anywhere from 21 to 29,000 Hyatt points a night. We were lucky enough to score it off peak. And so 84,000 points for four nights. We actually got two rooms because... My mom snores and Molly wakes up really early in the morning. And so we're celebrating we're celebrating my birthday and her birthday, but I was like, you don't want to be with us for your birthday. So luckily she's my player three now. She had her own points to pay for her room. So she got a king room. Molly and I got a two double room. And yeah, 84,000 points for each room and zero dollars. And I absolutely loved it the last time we were there. Molly, it's probably one of my, I think it's Molly's favorite Hyatt we've ever been to, or it's definitely in her top three, but you can just go out in the morning on the balcony and see the monkey swinging from the trees. And they have a beach club that you can go to. They have a really nice pool area. I think it's a really great resort for either families or couples because the pool is super kid friendly. They have free snow cones by the pool, but then they also have an adults only pool. And I know, Pam, you and your friend stayed at the Andas as adults only and 
had a great time, right? So. Yes, Jess, I loved it. I would go back there in a heartbeat. I absolutely hope to go there again. We did see kids around there, but there weren't a lot of kids. Um, it is a fabulous place. I thought that the service was amazing. They, It was my friend's birthday. They brought her a cake. They offered to treat us for dinner. It was, it was amazing. I 100% will go back to it again. The first time that I went to Costa Rica, I stayed in a little town called Tamarindo, which is kind of this hippie beach town. Can't recommend it enough. Absolutely an adorable place to go. It's a great surf um, area. My husband, who thinks he's a surfer, um, he's a pseudo surfer, um, had so much fun there. My son goes there every year for a surf camp. If I was to go back there, I'd stay at a JW Marriott that's there that looks really nice. And then the other time that I went to Costa Rica um, was um, we were right in San Juan and we stayed at a Marriott um, at Berlin. It was it was a really nice hotel, nice pools. It had a lounge we could actually eat at because uh, I had platinum status and we could eat there, even our dinners. And that was great. But there wasn't a lot to do in San Juan. And so we ended up doing a few things, a few tours that took us out of the area that I'll talk about later in activities. But then we ended up um, taking that shuttle and going over to the town of, of Capos near the National Park. And that was a more exciting area to stay in. So since my voice is ready to go, let's turn it back to Rob and tell us about some of the activities that that you did while you were in Costa Rica. Yeah. So um one of my favorite things that we did was, well, there's two things I'd say. One was uh, in the town of uh, La Fortuna, which is where the volcano is, where we kind of where we stayed. There's a like a hanging bridge, like suspension bridges through the rainforest that they have uh, out there, and that was absolutely incredible. It's, I mean, it takes about an hour, hour and a half to kind of walk through, but you're in the rainforest, you're on these suspension bridges that are you know, a couple hundred feet in the air and it was absolutely incredible. And and the, both times I've been there, it just started pouring rain and there's nothing cooler than being in a rainforest when it is actually raining. So that's what, you know, one reason I definitely recommend going in the, the rainy season. Yeah, it rains, but it's still warm outside. It's still, you know, great. But, uh, but if you can be wandering in a rainforest during the rain, it's actually pretty cool. Um, the other thing that I would recommend doing, so this one was a little bit further out. And this is also why we had a car because it, we, drove to all these places so there's that rio celeste that's up uh it's probably about an hour and a half from the volcano it's that i mean i'm sure you've seen all the pictures it's crystal blue water it's absolutely i mean it's something out of a movie it's really pretty cool so you hike down to the waterfall which is great and there's actually if you hike back a little further which my kids weren't thrilled with the hike piece of it but you can see where there's it's caused by minerals so you see where the river is just normal and then when it turns this magical blue and it's kind of a cool cool sight to see um but outside of that national park you can actually go river tubing and it was probably the best thing that we did on that trip we had a tour guide that helped us book it and it was through a local hotel you basically just you know jump an inner tube float down the river for an hour hour and a half and once again it just started pouring rain which was again absolutely amazing uh you get down to the end and uh then you have some fresh pineapple and whatever else they had and it was it was pretty cool so those are two things that i would say are definitely high, high recommendations. I love that you say that you love the rain. I had a river raft trip on one of my um, 
trips to Costa Rica and it started raining and it almost ruined it for me. So we definitely think a little differently about the rain in Costa Rica. Um, but I, but there are so many fun things to do. I know that we, we did the river raft trip. We've, um, when we were in San Juan, we went to Tortuga Island um, on a catamaran. That was super fun. The surfing in Tamarindo was amazing. Um, just going to Manuel Antonio Park is quite an adventure. Um, lots of water um, features to see. And then the sloths. Um, this last time um, when I was there, I stayed at the um, Andas, but we also um, spent a day and we went into Nicaragua for a day be, uh, via Viator tours. And, you know, some people said that it might be dangerous or, you know, it was just my friend and I, and there was my friend and I and some random guy that also booked it. We had the best time. It was so much fun. Um, and so it took most of the day, but it was just a really neat thing to be able to say that we went on this trip and we visited two countries and then, um, staying at the Andes, I'm sure that, um, Jess will also say that, um, there's some, you know, they have so many free water sports that you just don't even need to go anywhere. So Jess, tell us what you like to do. Yeah. So the last time we went, we only were at the Andas for three nights. We just went for like a quick, it was like President's Day weekend. My daughter had off of school. We went like for a long weekend. Um, so we didn't go, we didn't do any sort of activities outside the resort because I wanted to hang out at the Andas because it's so nice. Um, this time we're going for four nights. And so we are doing a day tour into the rainforest with that same company. I will link them in the show notes, the Malaku Tours, who is doing our airport transfers. So it is basically a full day. You go into the rainforest, you you hike to some waterfalls, you see all sorts of animals like sloths and butterflies and frogs and monkeys. And so that is because I'm going to be with my 10-year-old daughter and my 75 year old mother. And so we kind of have to find something that is doable for everyone. My family is not quite as adventurous as Rob's family. So, like, ziplining and tube rafting isn't really like gonna cut it for this trip. But I am excited about going into the rainforest and seeing all of that stuff. I also did last time we stayed at the Andas, I did a barista class and it was really, really fun. Costa Rica has amazing coffee. So any coffee lovers, you should definitely look into the barista class. It is an additional charge, but it's not, I think it was like $35. So it's not ridiculously expensive and you get a lot of coffee included. So you don't need to buy your latte that day. So Jess, and just an ex suggestion, if I can get this out, is take the empanada class that they have there. Okay. Unbelievable. They were, I didn't even think I liked empanadas. They were so good. They made a meal for us. So much fun. It was a great, great thing to do. Yeah. They have a lot of things like that at the Andas where like little classes, they have, they have the barista one. They have an empanada one. I think they have a ceviche making class and they also have a mixology class. And so I feel like there's just so many things to do at the Andas. Like like I said, we were only there for three nights, so we didn't leave, but I still felt like we did a lot. Um, they also have a beach house, and they have a brand new restaurant that's opening. They have like a restaurant and a pool, I think, that are opening near their beach house. And so 
it's supposed to be open by now. I'm hoping that when we go, it'll be open and I can check it out. But even if it's not, it should be opening very, very soon. So I'm excited to kind of see that. So what is this beach house? Like, what's that like? So you can either. So the Andas has a shuttle that you can take for free to anywhere around that area, including to their beach house. And they also have a water taxi that you can take to their beach house. So it's not a beach that is on the Andas property, but it's owned by the Andas. And so I think it's like a 10 to 15 minute drive away. We took the shuttle when we were there because it was really windy. And so they weren't running the water taxi. But I think the water taxi would be a pretty cool way to get there. Um, yeah. And so they just bring you to this beach house. When we were there, it was a restaurant. And like Pam said, they had all sorts of water sport. They had like paddle boards that you could rent or to go ki- kayaks that you could rent to go kayaking. And there's a beach, obviously. So you can go swim in the water. And they had a bunch of like games in the sand. Like they had Jenga and Connect Four. And so it was just a really fun place for families to hang out. But they're supposed to be putting in a pool at the beach house and a brand new restaurant, I think. So I'm going to check it out when I go and see what it's like. All right, Rob, for this week's episode, if you were going to plan another trip to Costa Rica with your family of seven, I'm curious what your itinerary is going to look like. Like, Are you going back to Tabacon? Are you going to try? Are you going to stay there the entire time? Like, what do you think your ideal Costa Rican vacation would be? For me, I would honestly go back and do pretty much exactly what we did the time with the family. I, I mean, for me, I love like the different adventures of getting out, you know, seeing, you know, the rainforest, seeing the animals, seeing all that kind of stuff. And then my kids would not let me go back if we didn't let them do an all inclusive again. So I would I mean, I, I just I think I would do both. I mean, it was such a fun trip and they still talk about it as being their favorite hotel, favorite trip we've taken as a family. I mean, with the family, you kind of got to just do, got to try and make everyone happy. And so sitting at a beach is not going to make me happy, but going, going, going is not going to make them happy either. So it's trying to find that middle ground. So I totally understand. And it's hard enough for me when it's just my husband and my daughter. So I can't imagine when there are seven people involved in the decision making. Yeah, well, they don't really have much of a say. I listen to their input. (laughs) <laughs> and let's be honest, I, I kind of do what I want to do and uh, and what me and my wife want to do. And then they kind of go along for the ride and they end up liking it. I mean, at the end, like, there hasn't been a single trip that they said this was terrible. They do say they're exhausted, but it's at least they have a good time. And they're your points, right? 100%. So you get I'm the one going out on and hustling. They, they take what they can get better than I ever got as a kid. So tough. <laughs> well... Like I said, I already been dying to go to Costa Rica. If anything, I just want to go even more now. So as you can see, Costa Rica has something for everyone. So whether you're looking to go zip lining, explore the rainforest, or just relax by the pool and watch monkeys, it's a perfect destination for the whole family. Even if you've got a family of seven like Rob, a dream trip to Costa Rica is possible with the help of Points and Miles. If you've enjoyed this episode, we'd love it if you leave a review. Thanks so much for your support. Thanks so much for listening to Points Talk with the Travel Mom Squad. Make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button from wherever you're listening so you never miss an episode. Want to start jet setting even faster? Follow the links in the show notes to learn about everything we discussed in today's episode. And to stay connected and follow along, follow us on Instagram at Travel Mom Squad. We can't wait to see where in the world Points and Miles take you.